I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to. I'm I'm scheduled my C-section. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Everyone's like, mm-hmm. everyone's like, it's so much harder, bitch. There's pros and cons for both. Please oh, don't say yeah. like. Honestly, if it's part of my birth plan, I don't care. Yeah, I, if it's your decision, do what you want to I do. I literally think that my body, my choice, still counts for that. So. I mean, the thing is, like, it takes so long to heal. I'm like, yeah, I'm also not an avid gym person, and also, what do you think I'm doing for the next three months? Sitting with the baby, like, yeah. Healing and feeding, healing and feeding. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not going up and down the stairs. Like, sorry, Wes, but yeah. you, you know that. Like, <laughs> crazy. Anyway, sorry. No, I, I don't think having a C-section is. Yeah, yeah. I'll say your baby comes out a little less squished. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't think it's any better or Cut worse. Me open? I don't. That's. I don't want to tear her open, bro. That just. Yeah. Oh. Oh. No. Whatever you gotta do, do it. Whatever's gonna affect my bladder the least. That's mm-hmm. what I'm up for. Hello, we have already peed four times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you may pee quite a bit when you're pregnant. I'm probably gonna have to wear a diaper, dude. Like, full on, I'm ready. I bet you love it. You're like, I'm never going back. This is great. Never going back. <laughs> Getting, got my depends on. I'll be in the commercial, bro. I'm looking at your booty lashes like, you yeah. like what's back there? <laughs> Came in my biker shorts. Might look a little lumpy, but that's okay. <laughs> we won't say a word. Ugh. Anyways. Well, we aren't wearing Depends today. Well, maybe I should be. Maybe I should be. Have we been recording all the time? Not necessarily the whole time, but enough. Aaron! Enough. (laughs) I'm not ashamed. (laughs) You shouldn't be ashamed. None of us should Guys, I have a small, tiny, little bladder, okay? If and when I am blessed with a child. With child. With child. Then I'm prepared to do what I need to do to, to, to live. Yeah. If I gotta wear a little diaper, sorry. All I'm saying is sometimes girls wear like butt pads and a diaper is that, but like necessary. So I see no issue. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. It's mm-hmm. fine. No issue for the extra tissue. Welcome to Sinister Sunrise. I am Sarah, not I, wearing a diaper. I am floored by your nice little rhyme. Yeah. Thank y'all. Um, I'm Morgan. I'm Erin. And maybe we should be wearing Depends. Because my my it's part two of Richard Chase. Because so I'm going to shit myself? You might. <laughs> I'm going to scare the shit out of you. I think it's a step stool. Or it's oh, a desk. I can't tell. Who has that? A little table? Like a side table or Madeline. something? Oh, That's she pretty cute. Actually, right? cute. Madeline, grab it. We'll yeah. Venmo you yeah. later. Bro, where you at? <laughs> oh, there's a little tag on it. We're in it's a twenty bucks. Oh my god, buy it. That's oh, our, that's our podcast. No, there's two. Girl, where are you? Zoom in on that. Zoom in on that. Twenty dollars. Enhance. Oh, it's sixty. That makes more oh, sense. Okay. Damn. I was gonna be Damn. shocked if that was just twenty dollars. It looks like good woodwork. <laughs> Man, that could have been our podcast table. How big is it? How big is it? Wait, I might invest. Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> no, I think it's like a footstool. That's what I was going to say. It looks like who can do ankle level. <laughs> Remember when we sat, when our first few episodes Mid-late. came out, we were sitting on your coffee table. We were. Crisscross, Indian, crisscross applesauce, sorry. Crisscross applesauce. And could have been. Could be that. Anyways. Sorry, sorry, listeners. We just got a text from our, our friend group. There's a nice... Ouija board footstool. Who would have known? Who would have known? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I will like to say we are, we like to be transparent with you guys. Um, we had a sinister Sunday when we recorded part one and we are also recording part two. 
So please pardon me if one, I sound muffled and two, you hear every three seconds. I'm very sorry. We're just trying to bring you content and I have officially come down with a cold and I'm wearing a mask to keep my sisters safe and sanitary. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. y'all. So, Aaron, today are we the sanitary sisters? <laughs> this, as we talk about your pens, are, yeah. you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Get out of here. Richard <laughs> Chase part two. Sisters? The sanitary sisters. Sisters? <laughs> sanitary? <laughs> Bring your pads. <laughs> oh, Lord. Brooms and pads. Oh, Brooms my and God. Um, thank God we are not. Yeah. Okay, normally I'd say, yeah, yeah, we could we could switch it up. But I think with Aaron's story, from what I understand from last week, if you haven't listened, go back. Uh-huh. And the hints that you've dropped, I think it's going to remain sinister. Yeah? The entire time, pretty much. Cool, cool, yes. cool, 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 cool. So. Yeah. Um, again, <laughs> turn up, please listen. But if you, if you get oozy and feel weird, then take it as you will. Content warning up top. Yeah. Yep. Yes. We take a step in the further issue past animal cruelty. Yes. yes. And at the end of part one, we had talked about how there were so many times like there could have been a turning point. Yes. Possibly where Richard Chase could have gotten some help and it wouldn't have led to what I'm going to talk to. Because again, schizophrenia does not mean you are a dangerous person. Correct. Richard Chase is a dangerous person who had yes. schizophrenia. Yep. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. Who happened to. Yes. Yeah. Who happened yes. to have. And Morgan, you had mentioned this uh, in part one, too. Chase is clearly escalating. Um, and this time he decides to set his sights on hunting and killing humans rather than animals. <sighs> he has repurchases a 22 caliber semi-automatic pistol. And on December 29th, 1977, he goes out for a drive. He's upset that his mother forbid him to come home for Christmas. While driving down a street, he spots 51-year-old Ambrose Griffin. Really quick, do you know why she said you can't come home for Christmas? No, I don't. Okay, fun little fact. She had every right to do this. She, Whenever he moved out, there was like a stray cat that she adopted. She, he went to her house. She didn't answer the door. He killed the cat, put the blood on himself. <laughs> and she opened and was like, I can't. Like, this is too oh, far. And then his sister was like, I don't want to be around this spooky man. Like, her whole life, she watched him just be weird. Like, her body and his sister. Yeah, yeah his and sister apparently she... was pretty normal. Yeah. I mean, comparative or or really? <laughs> I mean, she's not the name of this episode, so anyway, she's normal enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she had good reason to bar him from Christmas that year. It's all I'm going to say. But he's Got probably it. not looking at it like that. No, he's pissed. And then when he's driving, he spots 51-year-old Ambrose Griffin gathering grocery bags from a car. Chase grabs his pistol and shoots Ambrose in the chest. Ambrose's wife, who had been helping, you know, him carry the groceries mm-hmm. inside, hears Ambrose fall. Thinking he's suffering from a heart attack, she runs to his side, but is alarmed when she realizes her husband has just been shot. According Whoa. to Medium.com, Mrs. Griffin tells officers at the ER that right before Ambrose had collapsed, she had heard him, like, yelling at someone, she <clears> thinks, <throat> and then his voice was replaced by two loud pops. Ooh. Oh, very descriptive, Erin. Yes. Ambrose uh, succumbs to his injuries and a 22 caliber bullet is taken out of him at the ER and handed over to authorities. A 22 caliber? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Who do we know that owns that? A lot of people, unfortunately. Yeah. (laughs) I have a good memory. (laughs) Also, we just talked about it an hour ago. (laughs) 
I wonder. Guys, I'm a little sick. I'm sorry. I'm on a, That's different, okay. I'm on a different planet over here. <laughs> no, I'm in reality. I'm in reality. I'm in reality. <laughs> okay. We're just checking in because we care. We do care. Yeah. How many heads do I have? <laughs> Two, like normal. Okay, cool. Okay. I am a Gemini. Thank you. <laughs> I am the twins. Oh I knew it was going to have to come, come up this episode too. It is Gemini season. We only get one month. Let me have it. It is all yours, Sarah. Thank you. Um, two 22 caliber casings are also found on the street near the Griffin's home. Witnesses report their description of the gunman to officers, and one neighbor even states that her house, which is located a few blocks from the Griffins, had been shot at just two days before. Whoa. She had been in the kitchen when a bullet grazed her hair and embedded into the wall behind her. Whoa. She chose not to report the incident since no one had gotten hurt. Do they think it was just like kids shoot? I think Yes. I think they thought it was kids being kids. Sweet mama shooting. girl, you could have died. Shooting, I don't know, BB guns or shooting something and... I think it maybe just brushed it off. A sincerely different time. It was a very different time. That's what... Okay. Yeah. I watched an episode of World's Most Evil Killers and they had mentioned that too. Like, they kind of tried to brush it off as just kids being kids, acting up. <laughs> kids will be kids. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, not this kid. <clears throat> no. Police search this woman's home and take a 22 caliber slug into evidence, which they confirm is a match to the murder weapon used to kill Ambrose. Even with the amount of evidence and tips from witnesses, Ambrose's case goes cold. Oh, no. Yeah. On January 23rd, 1978, not far from where Ambrose Griffin had been shot and killed, Chase enters the home of Robert and Barbara Edwards through an unlocked door. The Edwards aren't home, they're out on a shopping trip, but when they return, they hear a loud noise upon entering. Richard spots Chase in his backyard and starts running after him, but Chase avoids capture by jumping over a fence. Oh, say, are these people, like, backed up to some woods? Like, what is happening? Also, I did hear this tidbit. As he was running away, the guy was like, stop! And Richard said, I'm taking a shortcut. I'm just saying this so you further understand. He is not in the he, same realm as he, us. Yeah. He thinks... He is in Alice in Wonderland. Like, perhaps. That's like what it feels like. Like, we're all here and he's down that rabbit hole, bro. Mm-hmm. You can tell where my brain is because every time I listen to these, I always catch like those weird, like, that doesn't make sense. That should not be what Yeah, I expect nothing else from you than to pick up that weird shit. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. That's Thank you for adding for. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Richard thinks he's just chased off a burglar and he, along with Barbara, look around their home to assess the damage. But what they discover is more disturbing. Their house is in disarray like it would look after a burglary, but the man had also peed on their baby's clean clothes and defecated in the baby's crib. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where's the baby? With them? Yes. Thank okay. you. Yeah, they were all together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Police are dispatched to the house where Richard describes the intruder as a tall and skinny white male with long dark hair. He got close enough to the intruder to note that the man appeared grimy and filthy. That tracks. Yes. During their search of the surrounding area, police spoke with a neighbor of the Edwards. Jean Layton said she had spotted a man earlier that day attempting to get into her own home. He had tried to open the patio door, which was locked. Jean witnessed like the whole thing. And when she saw the man move to her windows to try to open those next, Jean got closer. When the man noticed her, he moved his hands away from the window and lit a cigarette. 
She told the police that the man didn't show any emotion when he was caught in the act, and he just walked away. What in the wild west is happening? I will say, after listening to all this stuff, I now do check to make sure my doors and windows are locked. Again, that's so very different time. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, I always do. I have a whole routine of checking doors and, well, at least my, the main doors, but. Yeah. I, at my old house, every time I let the dogs out on the patio, like, or like the top deck door so they could go down lock it behind them every time yeah Wes would get so mad at me but I'm like I can't I can't help it it's better to be locked than not uh-huh. yeah I also lock my garage like my door to my garage too just I've just heard of so many people's like garages getting like broken into so okay so the past week it's been nice outside we live in Missouri it's it's early summer so it's hot but like in the shade it's really nice we'll hang out in the back porch like we'll eat dinner and stuff out there mm-hmm. I think because listening to these and now I am more consciously locking doors I come in the house to like grab a drink and I'll lock the back door behind me. And then mm-hmm. Andrew will be locked out and calls me like, can you? Oh, oh no. Right, right, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, no. I know you're, st- you're stuck yeah. on there. <laughs> so I don't know if Jean mentioned any- anything to police or reported that incident. So she tells police then about it. And then later that evening, a little after six o'clock, police receive a disturbing call. David Wallen had just arrived home and found his pregnant wife murdered and mutilated. Oh, no. Once officers get to the home, right away they notice a trail of blood that starts on the front lawn and ends in the bedroom. Teresa Wallen's body is found on the bedroom floor with her shirt pulled up and her pants pulled down to her ankles. One of her nipples had been cut into. (gasps) Her abdomen was cut open and her organs had been... um, All the sources said they were either removed or some were even, like, moved around her body, like, placed in different areas in her body. Okay. Content warning. Yes, content warning. My part is gruesome. No, the whole thing. The whole thing is gruesome. I have nothing else to add besides, sorry, not sorry. If you get get queasy easily, this may not be the episode for you. (laughs) If you get queasy, no. He sucks. People died. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. At Morgan, we're sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I got nowhere to go. (laughs) (sighs) An autopsy determines Teresa was shot three times, and then her body was dragged to the bedroom where she was stabbed repeatedly. So she was shot outside? Yeah, so I think she had been taking the trash out, is what a lot of sources said, and it was just that opportunity. He saw her, he was watching her. No one saw it. No one. You want to know a weird parallel? That happened in my neighborhood recently. Oh my god. So, um, we got Sarah. Yeah. The street next to me, like I live in a nicer area in St. Louis and then my streets, it's nice. But then the one next to me is like pinky up. Like, Oh my God. Nice. But we share an alleyway. There was a man from the pinky up part taking his trash out to the dumpsters in the alley between and a man on foot. There was an altercation and he was shot and killed. Oh my God. He didn't know him. It just... But because there's been, like, a string of crime recently, all those houses had cameras in the back, and the guy was caught within 15 minutes. Oh, wow. wow. But still, I mean, a family lost their husband yeah. and dad from taking the trash out. Crazy. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Don't hit the trash Terrible. out. I'm glad he got, I'm glad he got caught. Yeah, yes. me too. But it happens, and it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. What's also terrible was that the killer um, raped her. After he killed her and before he mutilated her is what they determined. Okay. 
According to, it's even worse, according to medium.com, before the killer fled the scene, he filled Teresa's mouth with the family dog's feces and he used a yogurt container as a cup to drink her blood from. Again, this man is very unhinged, very angry, a lot of repressed anger. He is not well. Not I think at I'm all. just like going to have to like lock this out yeah. when this is all done. That's fine. Holy well, I couldn't shit. imagine being the officers no. either, like arriving and just seeing everything. Well, like there's sadistic shit out there, okay? But, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Especially when the murder, like, was it a day before, two days before, was just a man being shot in his driveway. Like, this is clear escalation and it's crazy. And mm-hmm. it's like, you didn't just kill someone. Like, no. You obliterated their memory. You did so many things and you ruined lives like their husband, Ooh, everyone around yeah. them. Really gross. And it's yes. been about. He's like, a gross man. Yeah, it's been about almost like a month at this point since, since then. Okay. So again, it's still <clears throat> that escalation. Yeah. Which is why we were saying, like, he is disconnected, but he's also making choices. He is Definitely. a gross, angry man mm-hmm. with schizophrenia. Yeah. yeah. And what he didn't end up drinking, the blood he didn't end up drinking, he, like, smeared on the walls. So this is... Okay. <clears throat> yeah, wild is all I can say. Way extra. Evidence gathered at the scene suggested the killer had been wearing gloves... Glove prints were found on a kitchen knife, which forensics figured out he washed in the sink and then returned to the knife uh, rack before running off. So he even took the time to clean it off. Which is crazy because that much he knew, but the, yeah. I yeah, don't, God forbid there's a little bit of mess. I don't what? understand where his reality starts and ends. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Sometimes you could say it's a delusion. Sometimes it, I don't know. I don't I know what's like happening. I feel like there's no rhyme or reason for no. any anything he's doing like there's like other other crimes we've you've talked about we we know about like every move that they do is usually calculated like hey i'm gonna take the knife with me or yeah i am gonna wash it after Mm -hmm. i stab her and just stabbed her and left and this is what makes it difficult because he is so disorganized and he's doing all these different things that don't add up or make any sense together and it's not a true same pattern serial killer that would be oh we know what's going to happen next or yeah yeah he doesn't have operation is not yep does not have every crime scene is getting more and more jarring it sounds like yeah the small mercy is he does kill you with a gun first woo right very yes okay very small mercy (laughs) it's possible i also block the rest out (laughs) so i was like wait what did did i learn that did i I said think twice no (laughs) okay Two days later, police receive a call that an owner's dog has been killed. Someone had shot their dog, cut it open, and removed its kidneys. Okay. Police verified the dog had been shot with a 22 caliber gun. Oh my god. The same weapon the killer at large uses. So there's, there's these little things connecting, especially mm-hmm. the 22 caliber shell casings, mm-hmm. connecting all of these mm-hmm. cases okay. together. I remember. <laughs> On January 27th, four days after Teresa Wallen's murder, a neighbor discovers a horrific scene at the Maroth residence. She went to check on the family when six-year-old Jason Maroth didn't arrive at her home as planned. So he was supposed to come over for a play date with her kid. The neighbor knocks on the door, but when no one answers, she just like peeks through the window, I guess to see if they're home, and is horrified when she spots 51-year-old Dan Meredith lying in a pool of blood in the living room. 
Police are dispatched to the scene, and when they get inside, they check Dan's body, and they determine he died from a single gunshot wound to the head. As officers go further into the house, more horrible discoveries are made. 38-year-old Evelyn Roth's naked body is found in the master bedroom. She had been shot once in the head. Her abdomen had been sliced into, and some of her organs had been removed. It also appeared the killer had tried to take one of her eyes out, but was unsuccessful. Oh my god, Aaron. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. In Aaron's defense, there are a lot more grody details that yeah. she could have that I, yeah. no. oh. Well, and that she could have already. It's yes. bad. He's gross. very bad. Um, I, I'm going to throw away my tissues. Um, and maybe throw up. Too, while you're at it. <laughs> you know, you know. And that was the last time we saw Morgan Mines. Yeah. <laughs> She walked out that day and said, podcast what? Podcast no. Mm-hmm. Just getting it back. Oh, my God. Wait, really? Next month, we'll do something a lot more light. Please. Maybe, God. Maybe not. Probably not, but like a little maybe bit. Maybe not mine. Maybe, <laughs> at least. Maybe a happy ending, at least. Like, geez, man. Okay, Aaron's like, no. I'm going I'm to do what I want. <laughs> even worse i'm trying to think of the ones i have a list of you know <laughs> cases i want to cover and i don't know if my my next one will no be. unsolved mm-hmm. mysteries yes unsolved now it's good get out of here yeah. <sighs> there uh was also evidence of necrophilia too cool, 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 cool. jason's body was found next to the bed he had been the baby what the six-year-old that's a baby it's a, yes yeah. it is uh he is. He had been shot twice in the head at close range. Um, the only person unaccounted for was Evelyn's nephew, 22-month-old David Ferreira, who she had been babysitting at the time. Police are scouring the entire house. What's really unsettling is the fact that they find the crib covered in blood, and inside the pillow is a 22 caliber slug. The baby, however, is nowhere to be found. They can't find him. Aaron, I can speak to some of it because that um vampire killer book does go into like what his methodology was like what he was thinking and it was like i'm gonna save these children from a life of being terrified like i was i'm gonna punish this mother for bringing them into the world like this again very unwell very messed up (sighs) okay Mm -hmm. bloody handprints and boot prints are collected into evidence Investigators determined the boot prints match boot prints that were found at the wall and crime scene. So more connections. They also noticed this ring of blood on the carpet near where Evelyn's body had been found. They believe the killer had used an object to drink Evelyn's blood from, just like how they had found that used yogurt cup in Teresa Wallen's case in that crime scene. Can I ask a question? Yeah, go for it. Do they know at this point that it's used for drinking? Um, I think from I the episode I watched, World's Most Evil Killers, that I don't know if they knew that yet. I think it gets to like around this point and they're seeing all these similarities. And then I think it does click like, oh, shoot, he is drinking these victims' blood. I think they know he was collecting it for sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. But Which is actually terrifying drinking itself. it. Because I think, too, with like the, <laughs> the yogurt cup, there were like lip imprints, too. Yeah. That grosses me out. It's disgusting. My stomach just went whoop. Mm-hmm. This is the part of the book I was gagging. Yeah. And two, they might have even looked at it and been like, no, it's not this. Like, it must surely be. not. Surely not. <laughs> and then I think it finally is clicking that. Surely it might be. 
Yes. Ew. This is happening. Ew, ew, ew. Mm-hmm. Gross, man. Yeah. It's also discovered the killer fled using Dan's vehicle. His oh. car was later found dumped a few blocks away with the engine still running. So they do end up finding it. So wow. they can't use that, unfortunately. A witness tells officers she had spotted a skinny, unkempt man walking near the Maroth home around 11 p.m. She said the man had been wearing an orange parka, which piques investigators' interests. So witnesses who came forward with information regarding Teresa Wallen's murder had also mentioned seeing a white male wearing an orange parka. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Many witnesses also said this man drove off in a red station wagon, but police have no luck finding and questioning the man who the media is now calling the Vampire of Sacramento. Ew! Oh my god, that is not him. That is him, That's yes. his bright orange jacket. And him With him inside it. it? Yeah. Yep. If you want to know what's creeping around their neighborhood. Ew! Ew! He looks like a fucking skeleton with a wig on. Yeah, accurate. Very good description. Mm-hmm. Ew! Oh my god! Whoa, whoa, whoa! To show his descent, this was him in high school. Oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah. So he was pretty charming. Yeah. That's why he got the girls. Mm-hmm. He looks like a little cutie. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh my god. Which is very sad, too. We'll include you... all of these pictures. Yeah, Can you save those? Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. Huh. Ew. Ew. It's around this time where Sacramento residents begin buying guns, stocking up, fearing the killer may visit them next. Uh, yeah. yeah. I blame them none. No, not at all. The cruel and vicious nature of the murders leads police to seek help from the FBI's criminal profiling unit. Agents Robert Ressler and Russ Forbankel know they are dealing with a literal, bloodthirsty, disorganized killer who can strike again at any moment. So this is the profile they come up with. They believe their suspect is a, quote, white male, age 25 to 27, thin, undernourished appearance, single, living alone in a location within one mile of abandoned station wagon owned by one of the victims. Residents will be extremely slovenly and unkempt, and evidence of the crimes will be found at the residence. Suspect will have a history of mental illness and use of drugs. Suspect will be an unemployed loner who does not associate with either males or females and will probably spend a great deal of time in his own residence. If he resides with anyone, it will be his parents. However, this is unlikely. Suspect will have no prior military history, will be a high school or college dropout, probably suffers from one or more forms of paranoid psychosis. End quote. Wes, can we get a bell noise in here? Like a ding, ding, ding? (laughs) Oh my God. Pretty much... Touched everything and yes. said it all correctly. Talk about a money shot. Oh my yeah. God. Wait, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be like scared for what those people could like pin on me. Like what? Yeah. Like, like, like here's my like college transcript. Here's like where yeah. you're living now. Okay, now profile me. I want to know. Oh my it's God. It's scary how accurate they yes. end up being. Could live with his parents, but probably not. What the fuck? Fun mm-hmm. fact, we know he did. Didn't, did. I don't know why, but that one really stuck out to me. I think it's a detail you wouldn't correlate together, but somehow they got it. They literally got it so good that they didn't even know they got it so good. Yeah. Mm -mm. Oh, Oh my God. Okay. When the description of the killer, along with a composite sketch based on witness accounts, is made public, a woman named Nancy Holder reaches out to authorities, stating she believes she knows who the killer is. Oh, man. 
On the day of Teresa Wallen's murder, Nancy was at a store in the town and country village shopping center in Sacramento when a dirty, thin man wearing an orange parka walked up to her. She didn't recognize the man at first until he asked, were you on the motorcycle when Kurt was killed? Nancy had dated a boy named Kurt in high school who had been killed in a motorcycle accident. Oh, my God. She was taken aback and asked the guy, how do you know about that? And he responds, don't you recognize me? I'm Richard Chase. We went to high school together. But again, if you saw those pictures I showed you from high school to now, you would also be like, who are you? You strange, straggly man. Yeah, never. No. And stinky man. And Mm -hmm. your bright orange parka. Yeah. Nancy is shocked. She told police that Chase was unrecognizable to her. But something about him and the whole interaction made her apprehensive. She also thought she noticed blood on his hands. Oh, my God. So I'm not sure if she even said anything else to Chase or if she just walked away. But her gut told her to get the hell out of there. And she booked it to her car and drove off. What a Chased moment. her to the car. Yes. He was like following along behind her. And she's like, mm, nope, nope. Don't you remember me? Don't you remember me? Oh my god! This is yeah. a horror film. Like was, this is a horror film. I was gonna say that when you were telling yours. Oh my god! Is Tabitha home? Like, don't you remember me? It's the Sucks. same oh. eerie feeling of like I want to be anywhere but with you, sir. Yeah, and they want to be anywhere but not without you. Yeah, I'm like whoa. Yeah. Blech. Investigators it's running camera. A tam- oh, camera. Thank you. Thank and I was you. like, something's not right. I, I was so on it, and I was like. <laughs> Is Tamra home? Tamra, oh, thank Tamra you. is not home. She will never be home. <laughs> Just leave. Oh, my God. I'm not home. My, my spouse isn't home. Nobody's no home. home. No one's home. You're, you're not home. No either. one, no, me, correct. Absolutely. Or where is, where is your home, Richard? Where's your home? I, I want to know. I need to pass that along to mm-hmm. cops. Thank, yeah. you. thank you. And we'll be oh. getting to that very shortly. Oh, God. Yes. Investigators run a background check on 27-year-old Chase and uncovers previous dealings with police and his stays in psychiatric facilities. What's most damning is the fact that he has a registered 22 caliber gun in oh his possession. My Again, God. can we get a ding, ding, ding? Mm-hmm. I was yep. ding, 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 and also Morgan. Yeah, yep. ding, ding, ding. Just gonna waving the red flag. <laughs> God, God bless Nancy. That's all I can say. Yes. Trust she something. Trust yes. your gut. Yes. Also, report shit if anything weird happens. Yeah. It's literally the job, the police's job, to look into that. I stuff. think her dad was a police chief, or he knew yes. a police chief. Yes, it said chief. that in the, the the only place I heard that was World's Most Evil Killers episode. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, I okay. think he it it was one of her family members, dad, yeah, some or uncle, something, and okay. I think she had told him, and what then he cookie. passed it along. Okay. Um, that's fine. To be fair, yeah. that's going to be dinner conversation. Tell like, somebody. You know what happened to me today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care about your spreadsheets. Listen to this Listen shit. Listen to this. Yeah. I was stalked in the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, thankfully, is what led them to Richard Chase. Yes. So realizing this could be the murder weapon and Chase could be their man, officers knock on his apartment door, but he refuses to open it. The police can hear Chase moving around inside, so they hide down the hallway until Chase emerges from his apartment wearing an orange parka and carrying a box and a bucket. Okay. He tries to make a run for it, but police apprehend him and are able to take him in for questioning. He has a bloody 22 caliber handgun and Dan Meredith's wallet and ID in his pocket. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What he, an idiot. In well, other... Okay. Yeah. Right. Never mind. Well. I take it back. I take it back. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I mean, it's not well, right, but... Yeah. He's not right, so... He is not right, Yeah. He also has various credit cards and 
Some reports say he had pictures of the Marath family on his person. Police also noticed that Chase's shoes seemed to be stained with blood. They opened the box um, in his possession and discover ripped paper and blood-stained towels. Chase claims the blood um, is from some dogs he killed. Okay. Okay. Which, like, at what point do you have to think, like, mm, if this is my excuse, where have I gone wrong? Like, yeah. 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 Mm-mm. The bucket he's carrying is later determined to be the object he used to drink Evelyn's blood. <laughs> ew, so he ew. just has like everything on him. <laughs> he is a, a, yeah. Yeah, enough for them to take him in. And it's also enough for police to obtain a search warrant for Chase's apartment. Oh, God. Which the contents of is sickening, to say the least. I will see this in hell. Like, yeah. The walls and floor are covered with blood. Pretty much everything in that apartment is either covered with blood or blood stained. Oh my god. Some items, like the blender, were reported to contain decaying blood and organs. Oh my god! Oh my god! <sighs> there were several pet collars lying on the counter, but no animals in sight. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Oh, I can't breathe. Morgan's quitting the I, podcast with us. Yeah. I can't sit down. I can't sit That's down. That's okay. I don't blame you. I was pacing when I listened to this part. The body parts of victims are found inside his refrigerator, along with a container holding brain tissue. He also had like a baguette that he'd been dipping in blood. Oh. So like this man, again, very unhinged, very Blood unwell. turned to wine for communion, homie. Not really, not real blood. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah he's a gross man very gross this oh this gave me chills and this is mentioned in the um, in medium.com so uh, not to do with any more body parts or organs or anything or blood okay um so a calendar with dates marked today catches officers eyes police determined that the days of the wallen and meredith Maroth murders had today written on them and what's just also disgusting is that there were over 40 future dates with today scribbled on them. So. Oh my God. So he would literally like, so it wasn't even just like, it's not like he came home and was like, I did this today. Like, let me star my calendar. He no, it was planning them. Yep. Um, Morgan's a bit far away. Cause she's been pacing, but what she had just said in case you can hear it oh, is sorry. it's not like he just randomly did it. Did yeah. it. He did have a plan. He's our plan. Yeah. Pre premeditated. Yeah. yeah. That's the <laughs> like, I don't know that he knew who was going after, but the act itself was premeditated. He was going to go Good. his I next victim and drink him their blood. Because that. yeah. that's a whole other mm -hmm. uh, type of murder, like type of sentencing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. You, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. No, I, I you not. If you had met me right when I listened to this, we would be in the same boat. Yes. Not, not even cold brain. My, I'm not well. No, I think this can't. is the most unwell I've ever been in one of I, your stories. I think so. I well, I yeah. for good reason. He for, is, yes, yeah. He, he is him, and after this, we'll never talk about him again. Exactly. God bless America. I am sorry. It does get worse before it gets better because another upsetting revelation is made. No, the baby. No, the baby. I'm sorry. In March, a janitor walking in an alley behind a church discovers a cardboard box containing the decapitated head and body of David Ferreira. The baby. The, the baby. baby. 
The almost two-year-old baby. The baby, yes. The baby. Uh, Dan Meredith's keyring was also inside the box. Police verify David had died from multiple stab wounds and a single gunshot to the head. According to World's Most Evil Killers, Chase had shot and killed David after murdering Evelyn Roth. So he had died in the house and then Chase took him with him uh, to his apartment, yes, where he dismembered him and drank his blood before later disposing of his body. Again, the name Vampire Killer is very accurate. Yeah. It's like, I just keep going back to like him and Jeffrey Dahmer, like, you're in an apartment. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that no one, I mean, I don't know if anyone did ever report anything. Could you imagine like just, I mean, he stinks for one. And maybe that's why they thought it was normal. But like the smell, the. I think people knew he was weird. Like he was that weird guy, that stinky guy. But he also wasn't like in a nice apartment building. Like it's. True. It's in a very um, sketch area, I think. But like, bro, he can he can barely keep himself standing up, it looks like. I mean, obviously he has enough strength. Well, he's shooting people. That doesn't require yeah, strength. Yeah, he's not hand But like, if he brought him back to his apartment, how did he pick him the fuck up? Like. These are details I actually don't want to know. No, um, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh my God. So I, I don't know, but it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. Oh, I have so many goosebumps. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like I had mentioned, he was carrying that box and there were bloody rags. So the bloody rags matched um, brain matter discovered on Chase's bed. And those tests determined the blood and brain matter belonged to David Pereira. Oh my God. Yeah. Truly a sick individual. Mm Mm-hmm. Chase is charged with six counts of murder, but he pleads not guilty. Okay. 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 Is anyone shocked? (laughs) No. No. His trial began on January 2nd, 1979. The defense tries to argue that Chase is mentally ill, which he is, uh, but they argue that he couldn't have planned the murders. Mm. Yes, he has a mental illness. He's not stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not unintelligent. Mm-mm. No, because he can hold himself together when he needs to. Like yes. when he went to get that disability check, he had a re- like a rehearsed uh, little spiel he gave them. So like oh, wow. he can do it, which is mm-hmm. why it's like you're you're well enough to know what you're doing is wrong. He walked yes. up to the girl in the grocery store. He worked yeah. well to Nancy. Yeah. Yeah. He no. mm-hmm. no. cleaned a knife. Like you know enough that what you're doing is wrong. And I'm sorry, you did it more than once. Yeah. Yes. And he knows enough what to do to not get caught. Yes. Yeah. Um, The defense also argues that they think the death penalty should be taken off the table. No. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! A little Freudian slip or something. Woo! 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 Take it back. Woo! Our justice system is made for. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I'm good. I'm good. good. You're good. We're not good, but well, no. Right. Correct. Physically done. Mentally done. (laughs) Not during this story. No. When Chase takes the stand, he doesn't say he didn't commit the murders. So he's saying he did commit the murders, but he blames the murders on his abuse as a child and claims he was half conscience, uh, conscious during the killings. Uh... He also, <laughs> one of my sources said he also, I guess, apologizes for the, committing the murders, which obviously falls on deaf ears. He said, sorry, but, we're cool. We're cool. You yeah, know what? Yeah. All is forgiven, homie. Not. Not not at all. Not a little bit. 
the prosecution admits over 250 pieces of evidence that tie Chase <laughs> to all of the murders, and they are, you know, certain and are arguing that he planned all of them. Um, they don't believe Chase was in this, like, fugue state when he killed his victims. Well, which... it's not even, like, maybe he didn't plan who, but he planned how and, like, what day. And he planned oh, yeah. to do it. He yeah. planned to do it, yes. Yeah. Whoever he finds. Exactly. He was going to do Just it. Just because you didn't pick, maybe he didn't know, oh, I'm going to pick... I'm going to kill Dan Ferreira today. Yeah. yeah. D- that doesn't matter. He he said, I'm going to kill someone today. Yes. After- I can't stop twitching. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. Oh, I blame you 0%. Yeah. <gasps> After a five-month trial and five hours of deliberation, oh, the shit. jury finds Richard Chase guilty of six counts of first-degree murder on May 8th, 1979. According to Medium.com, it only took the jury an hour to um, first proclaim that Chase was legally sane. He Hell yeah. Because yeah. so that, that really was... just means you know the difference between right and wrong. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was sentenced to death by gas chamber. Ooh, Bye. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I haven't yeah. heard that one in a while. Yeah. Different time. <laughs> Different yeah. times. Yes. He was transferred to San Quentin State Prison where his fellow inmates were so afraid of him, they encouraged him to kill himself. <gasps> During his time behind bars, he agreed to be interviewed by Agent Ressler, and he was one of the FBI agents who did the um, uh, profile of him. When asked how he selected his victims, Chase stated that he chose his victims if their doors were open. Quote, if the door was locked, that means you're not welcome. End quote. Which is further playing on that Dracula thing where it's like you have to be invited invited in. in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which again, do you see why I've been like, I'm just going to go ahead and extra lock this. Yeah. All the goosebumps. Literally, I've heard this story a million times and I still get them. So yeah, that I'm reading times, but it feels like Like, it. They're like baby ones that just keep like waving through. Like, Uh yeah. (laughs) Never ending goosebumps. Chase was found dead in his cell on December 26th. 1980, so that's only a year and a half into his sentence. Oh my god. The 30-year-old had died from a drug overdose, and it was discovered that he had been pocketing his medication for weeks. The autopsy concluded that at the time of Chase's death, his organs were healthy and considered normal-sized. So, just like all of his other previous doctors had been mentioning, nothing... His arteries was, were, in, were intact. Yeah. And, yeah. And his heart Physically, was nothing size. was wrong. His skull with him, was yes. actually not a puzzle moving around. Wow. Yeah. Wild times how that, yeah. how you survived all no of that. No tectonic plates shifting. Yeah. Shifting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that is all I have. No. Yeah. That's the story of Richard Chase, AKA the Vampire of Sacramento. One detail I do like is in prison, the inmates, they were scared of him, but they also hated him. So they oh, would yeah. pull their like pee and excrement together, and the person closest to him would throw it in a cell on him because they're like you are disgusting which anyone else i would think that's gross but like you deserve it i know i only saw the like little picture that you shared sarah of him in the orange parka which we will share yeah Uh he definitely reminds me of charles manson like a bit like his like his beard his like features Mm -hmm. very like sunken in cheeks longer hair sickly just it just like i had a flash of it the time period is right, and he's in the right area of Charles Manson as well. The bad thing is, once they caught him, murders kept happening because this is the same time as the, not Green River Killer, Hillside Strangler. Like, mm. it was a very dangerous time. But, yeah. like, huh. and a lot of hippies are walking around who were gaunt with long, disheveled hair. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was young, too. Crazy. 
crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah. Maybe Thank don't you. give us a rating after this episode. Maybe. <laughs> Do it on mine. Yeah. Um, Thank well, you, Aaron. You're welcome. I think after um, we recorded part one, Sarah and I were kind of chit-chatting just yes. about like the whole nature versus nurture. Like he still have ended up the same way if he was raised better, maybe different family dynamic. In this time period when we understand. In, there's too in much. In this time period, yeah. There's, there's too much to consider. Like, too oh, many what ifs. Would he still have been a, because he's a bad person. Yeah. Overall, no, regardless of anything else, he's a bad person. But like. Would his if he did act, if he did commit the crimes would they have been as gross like yeah. who, I don't know or maybe again it would have just ended at the mutilating animals part someone would have stopped him maybe before then maybe right then and then he would have gotten the or, hope he needed or again stayed in the hospital when they had him in their yeah, custody that's, yeah that does, that is very aggravating yeah. that even they were like he needs help. And I love it, how it was just one fucking doctor that was you like, had to sign off on. It's it. overcrowded. Also, like he's fi- it's not like oh he's fine. It's it's overcrowded. So bye. that's the reason. Yeah, yep. it makes me sick. I mean, not that I don't already <laughs> feel sick, but like yeah, he's the reason shit. for your cold, isn't he? Yeah, I think I <laughs> caught it. I think I caught it just to like this is maybe a drop in the bucket of how these people felt. Cool, 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 cool. I think he could have been helped in a different time period, yes. different family. I think he could have been helped. And help. And let me just be perfectly clear. Like, I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. But like, helped maybe being like living in a facility, like yeah. a oh, yeah. facility, absolutely, 100%. or and or living his normal like a, a yeah. independent life. Like, help doesn't mean quote unquote normal. Help no. means oh, yeah. whatever that person needs. Yeah. Woo! Like, things we didn't go into, like. Throughout his life, he's also just a shit of a person. Like, he, mm-hmm. his dad, okay, so at one point he wants to get his dad to buy him a car. And his dad's like, I'm not buying you a car. Mm-hmm. You Like, I'll make you a deal. If you get a job, I will buy you a car and you pay for your own gas. He blows up into a rage. Like, how dare you ask me to get a job? Like, not only is he sick, he's just a bad person. He's a fucking spoiled, rotten, brat idiot. So many bad things. <sighs> Tie him all to Richard Chase. Goodbye. R.I.P. Yes. Not R.T.C. Richard Trenton Chase. R.I.P. R.T.C. Not R.I.P. Not R.I.P. Uh, R.I.H. Rest in hell, bitch. Just bye. Just bye. Um. (laughs) I'm gonna need a drink. I'm gonna need a drink, some NyQuil, and a nap. Okay, like in in that order. Holy we shit. do have Blarney plans, so maybe, oh, yes. <laughs> maybe that'll lift our mood up a little bit after. Good thing we're all just going to block this out. Yeah, we are. But thank you for going down. Ooh, I don't want to say rabbit hole, but down with uh, no. me. Because no. his like poor rabbits. Yeah, his like psychological makeup <laughs> is fascinating to me. I just wish it stopped when those cops caught him in Nevada. It in my head it should have, like we talked about. Because his dad one. picked him up. Like his dad talked to the police officers. His dad would have seen the car. Like seen things are unwell. Yeah, yeah, it's <clears throat> terrible. And now we are unwell, so we're going to get a drink. Yeah. Uh-huh. You should More than one, probably. Like. Yeah. Uh-huh. And after you get that drink, you can um, rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts, maybe. Ooh, yeah. yeah. We, like, we like the ratings on our quality of work and our quality of research, not what it's about, per se. You know, yeah. just think about it that way if you'd like to rate us on this yeah. episode. Do you have a lighter topic you want to send us that you would like us to research? A happy ending, per Yeah. Per cool. Are you locking your doors and windows? Mm-hmm. Do it. Yep. Yeah. 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 You oh. can uh, send us emails at sinister sunrise podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, give us maybe something with a, <laughs> a 
a better ending. <laughs> we want to uh, talk about topics you guys want to hear. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Sinister Sunrise Podcast. Um, you can see what episodes we're doing, those things that we're posting. We also have a TikTok, Sinister underscore Sunrise underscore Podcast. You can check that out too. Um, I think we're all checked out though. So yep. Yep. Uh, we're going to go and get food and drinks. Yep. Stay yeah. sinister. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>